Fashion and beauty are serious business. On this podcast, we will hear from amazing creative entrepreneurs. Join us as we explore their unique success stories, learn from experts, and hear about their journeys. Steve Jobs famously said that, the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. So let's get crazy. I'm your host, Ann Zuckerman, and this is the Just Wanted to Ask podcast. Video, visibility, confidence coach, speaker, best-selling author, podcast host, Elaine Williams' clients have gone from never doing video speaking live to having their own YouTube channels, doing international book tours, and speaking for NASA. Elaine is an award-winning comedian and performance coach with credits like Saturday Night Live, America's Got Talent, HBO, ABC, NBC, Fox TV. She's been featured in the New York Times, Hay House Radio, and the Huffington Post. Welcome Elaine Williams to the podcast today. I am so excited. Oh, thank you, Anne. I'm so excited to be here. So the title of this podcast is The One Thing That Changed Everything. And we started talking a little bit about this in the previous episode, but some more information about how everything changed for you. Oh, sure. Thank you. Thank you for the question. You know, I think, I think as business women, there are some areas where we're like, I'm good, I'm comfortable. And then there are other areas where we're like, oh, I don't know about that. And, you know, my background was performing and I've done film voiceover commercials, TV, and more time I've spent was on the stage, comedy and theater. And so I always thought, you know, I'm going to teach, I'm going to do performance coaching. And then I had a mentor as I was developing my Captivate the Crowd program. And she was like, Facebook Live, that's where everybody's going. Got to be on Facebook Live. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I, I don't want to do live video. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to batch it. I'm going to record it. I can control it. I'm going to have hair and makeup and then change my shirts. And uh, she was like, no, no, it's got to be live. And so I very hesitantly did it. And I was literally like, hi, everybody. So today I'm going to talk about being confident and let me know if you have any, you know, I was just being totally not myself. And it reminded me of when I very first started doing comedy, I'm from the South originally. So there's a whole, like, I hope you like me. And is this joke funny? And as a comedian, you have to learn to be like, this is the punchline, you know, and now you're going to laugh. You have to command it. And although you don't want to push too hard, but that's nuances. But so I was terrified and I was terrified that somebody was going to see me on Facebook live and some comedian was going to make fun of me or somebody from an old restaurant or an old actor or, you know, I just, I think it was that fear of the unknown. Right. And I, and I'm, I'm sharing this because I think that many of us can relate. Right. And this is 2016. So, so luckily I kept working with this mentor and she told me, and she has a musical theater background like me. And she's all, wow, she's like me. And 
she had been in a very active, one of those big Facebook groups that has like 50,000 people. This is, you know, years ago. And somebody had made fun of her in a very public way and made fun of her lisp, her lipstick. And then she talked so fast. She was like, I can't even hear what you're saying. And she wrote this publicly. And my mentor was very upset. It was just, it was mean. It was petty. There was no like constructive feedback. It was just like, and so my mentor was like, (laughs) you know, and she called her mentor and her mentor was like, this is awesome. And she was like, what do you mean? And she was like, this is great. It's actually, it's awesome because when you start standing and being your bold, authentic self, however that is for you, have some people are going to love it and some people are not. But anybody who's done anything in life has had critics, right? Like Oprah, there's whole YouTube TV, you know, YouTube channels committed just to making fun of her and Gail. I mean, there's just crazy stuff out there, right? Like Harry Potter, that kid, right? He's had this amazing career. And I watched, he did an interview with Stephen Colbert at the very beginning of COVID. And they said something and he goes, Dan Rathley goes, oh yeah, I'm, I haven't read, I haven't read anything about myself on the internet for years. Like he knows like that's not a good place for him. And there's nothing, there's no cheese down that tunnel. And I just love that. And so I just thought, oh my gosh. So instead of being afraid, oh, I hope you like me and being inauthentic, I realized like, I'm going to be bold. I'm going to be myself. I'm going to be imperfectly perfect, you know? And some people, hopefully, if they don't like me, they can just keep scrolling. And if some people do like me, obviously, because I have full programs and things are going well with my business, but it just shifted that, that whole thing of like, can you embrace, like, what if being bullied was actually a good thing? I mean, yeah, give yourself a moment to be like, oh, this doesn't feel great. But then you can say, you know what? I'm taking this as I'm on the right path. Because when you are being bullied, that means you're standing out, you're speaking up, you're being authentically you, now, obviously, there's some, some every, you know, different cases, but for the, you, you get what I'm saying. And, and so just having that mind shift, it freed me up, Anne. It just totally freed me up. And, and I'm, I'm so grateful that I got that story. And I tell that story in every one of my courses and with my VIPs, because, you know, I think we all have that, you know, the itty bitty shitty committee, you know, oh my God, you're so old. Oh, Elaine, your curly hair. Oh my God, your boobs. Like there's always 53 reasons to not press go, right? There's always, oh, I don't feel good. I'm, I'm off. I, I need more cough, like whatever. And that's why I talk about, and you know this, I talk about connecting with your why and your purpose, because when you're connected with, you know what, I'm on a mission to help heal the world with love and laughter one video at a time. When I get connected with that, that's bigger than worrying about my hair or worrying about some negative comment from somebody I don't know that maybe just be having a bad day. So I just, I just love that. Like, what if you could totally shift, not that you are looking to have bullies find you, but like, what if you could look at it as any criticism is awesome? 
because it means you're on to something. Certainly more fun. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, wow. So much to think about. <laughs> <laughs> but as you were saying that, I was my mind was going in two different directions. One is that I've been in sales before. And one of the mantras that they always teach in sales is uh, when someone says no, it's not no forever. And the other is when they say no, you just move on. Right. And basically, you're saying the same thing. So there are people who are going to be critics no matter what. Yeah. But the other part of that is you don't know where their mind is coming from either. So they may be having a bad day and they're taking it out on you and it's it has nothing to do with you. Yes. So. Yes, and and I and I you know I really want to I feel like this is really in the zeitgeist of the moment because we're recording this right after the um, Oscars and you know there's a saying I, I'm in the twelve step recovery world hurt people hurt people and not that I condone I do not condone bullying or any kind of abuse I grew up with it we there's enough in the world and. You know, I always, I'm a big, the power of the pause. If I'm in a really cranky, bitchy mood, I'll put myself in timeout because I don't need to share that. Like, that's not going to help anybody. And it's going to come back 10 times at me, you know? So sometimes I'm like, you are grounded for the day. <laughs> I put myself in timeout. But, you know, if we can rise above it, you know, I personally believe in, you know, I'm a huge fan of human potential and transformational work, right? I've been lucky enough to be around the work for since 1997. And I believe that most of us are capable of great, great acts of service and, and heroism and courage. And I believe that we can also be capable of petty, stupid stuff, right? I, I think that that's part of being human. We have this range. So where do we want to play, right? And what do we want to aspire to? And you know, I, I don't want to get too into the thing that happened in the Oscars. I want to say Chris Rock handled it so well. Like, whatever you think about all the stuff that happened before and leading and after, he handled it so well. He didn't, you know, he just, he kept the show moving. He kept it, you know, the show was not supposed to be about that. And unfortunately, that is overshadowed all the other beautiful, amazing things that happened and the amazing people like the Williams sisters and three female hosts. And, you know, there were so many cool things. And as frustrated as I felt about that conversation, I am also more inspired to keep doing the work that I do because I help people tell their story, right? I help people find their voice in order to make a difference in the world. You know, it's, not just, I mean, yes, your story is great, but let's use your story for good. Let's use your story to uplift, educate, and inspire others. Let's find the gold out of your story. And that's one of the things I love teaching in my classes and courses. But yeah, I mean, I think it's easy to be caught up in reactions, but I, I beg everybody, take the higher road. Stop, pause, take the higher road. And, you know, if it does take courage to put yourself out there, but worst case scenario, you, you might have some weird comment. 
okay, shake it off. Your commitment's bigger than that, right? So I get very passionate about this. <laughs> and, and you should. Um, but we have a tendency to look at social media as only about ourselves rather than the possibilities of helping so many people. And to be able to reach out with such positive messaging, both personally, but also in business. And today it's more important than ever before, because we've, we, for the last two years, we've been closed in, right? We haven't been around a lot of people and we lose a sense of who we are and what we have to share and what others can share. So I, I, it's amazing. It's amazing. And I've been trying to learn as much as I can about um, social media and how to use it effectively in business. Right. So you've been coaching for quite a while now uh, in different areas of social media. Tell us a little bit about your coaching. Okay, thank you. So, you know, as I mentioned earlier, I was sort of this reluctant Facebook Live person. And then I was like, oh, this is actually kind of fun. And I sort of found my voice and my rhythm. And, you know, yes, I do have a background in performing. I'm professionally trained and I worked professionally my entire life. And I, I still do. Um, and you don't have to be a professional performer to find your voice. I truly believe that everybody has the potential to be funny. And the people who can get funny or can have laughs is because they're comfortable in their own skin to a degree on camera or in person. So one, that's one of the things I do is I love helping people be add a little humor, right? And because I know so many women are so serious and ask me how I know, right? I was like, I got to make up for lost time when I first got to New York City and people were like, you need to calm down, lady. And so I, I try to help people find their own version of humor and their own sort of online personality. And... Every platform is slightly different and it can be overwhelming. So if you, anybody listening, if you're new or you're dipping your toe into social media or, or branching out, I really recommend picking one platform and feeling like, okay, I'm doing okay on this one and have like some kind of rhythm with that one. And before you go branch out to the next one, a lot of times we want to go, all these places all at once. And we know that that's a recipe for disaster. And then another thing, this this is a super tip is yes, we want to know about you and you want to be giving value, right? So yes, we want to know your story, but honestly, we just want to know a little bit of it. And, And I'll be the first, and I'll admit when I first started motivational speaking, I was too in love with my own story. And, and that is a common thing that happens for new speakers. So if you're a new speaker, learn from my mistakes. If you've done that, it's okay. Forgive yourself. But, you know, whenever I'm sharing a story, I'm always trying to think, 
and what is the value or I hope this can make a difference for you, dear listener, or when I'm writing an email, dear reader, right? And so I, I do talk about myself and my clients and my intention is always that it can make a difference, whether you're learning from my mistakes, learning from the good stuff that I do, learning from the incredible journey my client has been on. You know, another thing, here's another tip. Are you ready? I love, I love giving super tips. We want to make sure that our clients are the heroes. Our products are the heroes. The work that we do with our clients, that's what's special. And so it, and I do think it, there's a balance, right? Because we always hear people saying, you know, tell us your story. We want to know where you're coming from. Yes. And when somebody first discovers us, like in a funnel, like Ann knows, when they first discover you, they're in pain. So they want to know a little bit about you, but they're basically like, can this person help me with this? And it's just like yoga teachers sometimes, they'll be like, oh, I've studied, I did 200 hours, and then I did this training, and then I did that training. And meanwhile, the person on the other side of the screen is going, can you help me with my arthritis, with my lower back pain, with my menopausal, blah, blah, blah. Yay, you had some training. I expect that. Now come bring it back to me. So there's so many nuances. And what's fun is there's always another level to get to, right? So, you know, the first thing is you do want to tweak your story, but keep it short and then be giving value, be giving value. That's so important, right? Anne? I know you can relate to that. That's such a wonderful message. And I certainly can. And now I'm thinking back, what have I done? Have I been too much into my own story? So I'm going to have to do a lot of work on myself as well. Well, I, I have to say, I know you, and I would say you are not a braggart, and I don't think you tell your story enough. I think that you always come from service, in my experience of you. So, Well, thank you so sense. very much. So what is the biggest uh, thing that you have, uh, the, the biggest difference between live performance on stage versus live performance in social media, beside uh, the audience reactions? Well, it's, it's interesting because when you're doing live, you know, when I first started doing Facebook Live, I kept used, to, I was working the room and my friends were like, you're making me dizzy. <laughs> I was just so used to kind of, you know. So one of the things about live is many times you're getting energy from the audience. Sometimes it's negative energy. Sometimes it's sleepy energy. It depends on what time of day, how much they've had to drink. Are you a keynote speaker after lunch? Like there's lots and lots of factors. But a lot of times there is like an, a real energy exchange. So that's the biggest thing about live in person. And so when you're doing video to the camera, you know, it's like, so I always tell people, feel like you're talking to a friend. You can put a picture of your dog or your kid or your lover so that you can kind of drop in. And I think it takes a little bit more energy because I'm giving energy and it's going into my computer and then it's going through a wire and then it's coming out 
and there's a tiny, tiny bit of a delayed reaction. So if you are speaking virtually, I recommend standing up. I just didn't have time to get that set up for myself today. I like to stand when I speak and it can help you with your posture. So there are nuances and I tell people stage time, stage time, stage time, because we want to work on what you do when you're under pressure, right? We've all done that. We practice something and we were really good, right? You, you know, you practice a joke or a monologue and then you get in front of people and you're like, ah, bleh, ah, right? We've all done that. And it's like, well, my cat thought that was funny. So, you know, <laughs> you want to always be working on what do you do under pressure? Oh, I get a little dry mouth. So you always want to have room temperature water close by. Oh, I get nervous and I forget things. So you want to have a note, you know, like there's certain tricks of the trade that you know, and, and the more you do it, the better you get at it. And it is a skill. Oh my gosh. Right. And it is a skill. Nobody rolls out of bed and is like, Da-da! I am a superstar speaker. Everybody who's making amazing videos made a bunch of bad ones. You just haven't seen them. So, you know, I really encourage you. Confidence is a skill. Practicing is a skill. Learning how to get over yourself is a skill. Learning how to give yourself permission to be seen. It's a muscle. And anybody, you can do it. You need commitment and practice and a cheerleader like me or a comedy buddy or a video buddy. It's really good to put structure around things because otherwise, left to our own devices, we're not going to do it, right? Sounds like life lessons completely. Yeah, <laughs> and then I know that you have a warm-up routine that you always do to get yourself pumped so that you've got energy. Yes, I'm a big fan of that. And anybody who listens, if you go to Captivate the Crowd on YouTube, there is a five-minute speaker warm-up. And what I love about that, it tells your body, oh, we got to get ready. But some exercises and breathing. Just think about it. The football players warm up. The baseball players warm up. The bands warm up. The orchestras warm up. So why wouldn't you want to have an, uh, some kind of ritual warm-up for yourself? It's going to help you be focused. It's going to help you be like, game on, as opposed to, hi, everybody. I'm so glad to be here today. Like everybody's gone, right? For sure. So um, tell us again where people can find you. Thank you. Okay. So you can go to YouTube, Captivate the Crowd, and there's a ton of speaking tips, video tips, warm-ups, vocal exercises. There's tons of that. And then you can also go to CaptivateTheCrowd.com and get your confidence on camera checklist. And that is great to print up and you can put on your tablet, on your computer, on your mirror, just because when we get nervous, sometimes we forget things and having some kind of warm up and checklist is going to ground you. So it's going to support you when you are under pressure. And, you know, learning something new is pressure and doing a live video is pressure or trying to do a short form video, which is like the new hot thing. So anyway, let's get connected, captivate the crowd, grab your confidence on camera checklist, and that way you'll be signed up for all my stuff. 
Well, thank you so very much. And the one question that, well, one of the questions that I like to ask people is because we're on video and not in person, what do your feet like to wear when you're on camera? What am I? Oh, that's a great question. I love these. I have, I've always been a sock girl. And two winters ago, I got these slippers and I love them. They're grippy. So you don't slide. And I love black because, you know, I just love black and I, they're so cozy. And uh, I even do my, my Instagram dances in them sometimes. That sounds wonderful. So now this is a picture that we'll all have forever. <laughs> <laughs> Not very sexy, but Hey, Hey, um, Thank you so very much for joining me today. Again, um, Elaine Williams has been my guest twice. So if you haven't seen the first episode, definitely go back and see our first mini episode together. Thank you, Elaine. Thank you, Anne. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Please follow us, submit a rating and review, and share us with your friends. This helps our message reach more listeners. For more information about my products, visit justwantedtoask.com. Thank you.